Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com, and man, it is Christmas time. Uh, Christmas, what Saturday uh, will be closed just. Again, another reminder, we will be closed on Friday. Uh, KXXT will be closed. KHNC 1360 will be closed. Patriot will be closed. Matter of fact, we'll be closed the next two Fridays, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Uh, for you medals plan people, uh, Brittany is going to, she's actually already started, uh, but we're going to wait and let the, uh, FedEx and UPS and uh, the post office try to get you those Christmas presents uh, on time. Good luck with that, and uh, uh, we'll be start we'll start shipping the medals plans uh, next week, and uh, we'll be through them uh, pretty quickly. Uh, Brittany's got a good handle on that, but just to, just to let you know, uh, that is happening. Uh, I know. Uh, we had uh, a big pickup for our uh, the, the uh, pure blood coins that we've been selling. Uh, we took them off the website because we were in danger. We didn't know uh, we're close to running out. Jason, uh, you guys had a huge event up there on Friday, a big pickup event. Uh, Jason gave me the number right now. There's only 30 coins. That's it out of the entire 500. There's only 30 of the pure blood coins left. So they're... they're these, uh, we're not going to put them on the website if you want one. Uh, and, again, there's only 30 of them left. Uh, they're $75. They're super cool. Plus, uh, it, it, it's a dual purpose. You get an ounce of silver. You also help the radio station all at the same time. Uh, if you want to call and order those, 800-951-0592. Uh, for those of you in Phoenix, uh, waiting for your stuff. Uh, Jason and, and, and his crew got them on the way here. They're going to show up today or tomorrow. Uh, and then we'll, we'll get them out to you, uh, probably after the Christmas holiday. Maybe, maybe before. I don't know, uh, what Brittany's plan is on those. Uh, but they'll be here today or tomorrow. Same thing with the, uh, people. There was, I think it was Peace Dollars. Maybe it was Morgan and Peace Dollars, uh, that we, we are selling that we're in Colorado. Those will also be here. Uh, in the next, uh, say, 24 hours or so. Uh, keeping in mind uh, the Christmas rush. So we got a, another huge down day in Wall Street. Uh, my son was up. Uh, Joey, who's been with us, uh, he's like, Dad, I got too much stuff going on. Uh, not going to uh, come in this morning and do the show uh, as he's taking care of all of his clients. Uh, the Dow down just under 700 points. Uh, the S&P is down 86. The Nasdaq's down 300 points. Uh, gold's down a couple of dollars here, uh, 17.98 uh, right now on gold. And silver's down, I think it was like like 10 cents this morning. So gold and silver kind of just watching and waiting as, uh, I guess, uh, the the uh, the end of the democracy as Joe Manchin uh, did not want to support the ridiculous handouts of Build Back Better uh, AOC. <laughs> Jason, I didn't know this, but AOC said that could be it for our democracy. <laughs> I think the, yeah. fact, the fact that she got elected was a was a, a bad omen. <laughs> <laughs> 
that may have been the worst thing. Then, of course, uh, the Omicron variant, uh, boy, the, the, they've really ratcheted it up, uh, the fear and scarometer out there, uh, when it comes to, uh, the coronavirus. Uh, Fauci, he was, you know, he was everywhere. Uh, you know, t- don't be with your family. Uh, you know, don't be with anybody unvaccinated and all, you know, all these other scare tactics. But one of the things that I found interesting, and, and it makes a lot of sense, is uh, there was a couple of uh, stories that were breaking about how uh, they were actively early on in the coronavirus pandemic working to discredit anybody that didn't agree with them. And, and it's something that I felt all along and why you haven't seen any of the alternatives uh, really being pursued is these people had a plan. Uh, they were going to support Big Pharma and anybody that, that contradicted them uh, was to be alienated and shunned. And uh, even from lockdowns, a lot of the premier epidemiologists out there, you know, guys from Harvard and Oxford, you know, those guys. Uh, we're like, yeah, I don't think that's really gonna work, and you're you're gonna end up probably causing uh, more more harm than good, and and of course was ignored. But one of the things that he said on Sunday, he was uh, doing an interview with ABC News, and they they brought up the comments by the CEOs of American Airlines and Southwest Airlines, who were saying, yeah, this mask thing. It's ridiculous, you know, the mask on the planes thing. And I don't want to, you know, I don't know, I don't think they use the word ridiculous, but uh, we're kind of pushing back against the whole mask thing and saying, hey, airlines got the best filtration systems and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Fauci was like, at what point were we, were, will we not have to wear masks on airplanes? And Fauci's response, Jason, was, I don't think we'll ever go back. I think when you're dealing with a closed space, even though the filtration is good, you want to go uh, and take that extra step. And I don't believe you should ever not wear a mask on the airplane. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not surprising, Joe, that we're going to hear more and more of that as time goes on. Get your get your uh, face mask ready. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, as we watch uh, the Dow uh, suffering today, uh, Jason. Apparently, the president tomorrow is going to. And I, I, I don't know if it's a, a press conference or, or what it's going to be exactly, uh, but uh, he, he's got a speech that is a quote-unquote winter plan. This is a winter plan and addresses booster shots, lockdowns, and, ma- and mask mandates. And I just love the spin from the media that they're saying the president was being criticized for deciding to wait till Tuesday to announce new COVID measures. And, of course, they don't say who who criticized them, right? You know, but, oh, no, you know, you, you got to create 
the outrage out there. I'm being uh, health officials allegedly, because again, I don't know. I'm assuming Fauci have advised the president to focus on severe cases rather than overall infections and and publicly uh, about living with the virus as part of everyday life. So in other words, hey, don't focus on the fact that uh, the virus is here to stay. Don't focus on that. Uh, don't focus on on the overall infections either. No, no, no. We want you just to focus on the severe cases. And, of course, I think that's the one area, Jason, where they can say, see, it's all the unvaxxed people. Yeah, if you focus just on one uh, section of what's going on, which, you know, anybody that's suffering and dying of anything, uh, you can make that a very sad story, and you put that all over the TV and you know, and on people's little alerts on their phones, and it becomes the worst thing out there. And, uh, see, I'm a caring man. I'm going to help these people out. Just do what I tell you. So that's... It's a sad state of affairs over in Joe. People actually believe this stuff that's getting ready to come out. Yeah, and 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 I find it uh, kind of worrisome as I'm, I'm watching Wall Street today. Uh, you know, down pretty big again. Mm-hmm. And is the president? Uh, do you think? And I, it doesn't say it in there, uh, but is it possible that we may be seeing a a push towards? a vaccine mandate executive order i don't know joe it seems like they they, they still want to push the uh you know hey you know, we're gonna do everything we can to convince you to do it yourself i don't know when they want to cross that line but why do i get the feeling though the worse the market gets the more uh, of an emergency they can turn the coronavirus into because they they're going to want some other emergency if the markets start to go really bad and they're not looking too good right now so we'll, we'll see but the worse the markets show the bigger the emergency the more the mandates or Let's just say a law that will force people to get it. We'll we'll see. You know, they'll go after the businesses, Joe. They're going to make the businesses enforce this. Are they? They've done that the whole time. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think that's what we're going to see. I I don't think he uh, has the 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 stones to do it. But I do I agree with you. I think the the push is going to come back. You know, remember they tried the OSHA thing and all that. I know that one of these uh, liberal judges. Uh, has gone back now and said, no, businesses can go ahead and fire people and all this other stuff. Uh, and it's on its way, going to be on its way to the Supreme Court. Uh, but, but yeah, I agree with you. I think that's, that's probably more likely. Are we going to see ramped up pressures? Are we going to see mass mandates potentially coming back? Uh, as well, those those will be things uh, that we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but that is uh, coming out tomorrow if we get in, and I doubt I'll get any more details on it between now and then. Uh, but if I do, we'll share them with you tomorrow. How about this one? The IRS uh, and anybody out there that drives, uh, they they know uh, about this. All the Uber drivers, the Lyft drivers. Uh, some of you uh, uh, independent uh, truckers or, or uh, maybe your company. You drive a lot uh, for your company. They don't provide you a company car. Uh, how much you get to write off uh, for gasoline expenses? P- pizza delivery and, drivers and, and uh, 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 process servers. Those are my two, Joe. <laughs> right. So, so, Jason, this is something you knew well. Oh, yeah. So th- think about this. Gas prices 
are up about a dollar twenty a gallon somewhere, uh, and, and it's been higher. Uh, I know in Arizona right now, it, it, it sure feels like it's more like a dollar fifty a gallon more because uh, gas here is still between three sixty and four ten, depending on where you live. Uh, it's still really, really expensive. But on Friday, the IRS released its new standard mileage rate for business-related driving for 2022. They were paying 56 cents last year. So uh, as you're as you're sitting there driving, you could write off uh, 56 percent or 56 cents uh, on mileage. There's a form you don't get the whole 56 cents, but that's the number 56 cents per mile. Yep. Jason, they raised it this year by two and a half cents. <laughs> well, I mean that's better than nothing. Is that is that what uh, they want people to think? <laughs> You know, I, I guess that's one way of looking at it, right? I, I guess it, it's it, it, it is better than nothing, uh, but but God, it, it sure feels like nothing. You know, if you got a car, you get twenty miles to the gallon. Okay, that equates to about fifty cents. But everybody knows gas prices are up like a buck fifty. Right, and, and so once again, you know, all these little things, and and I don't know how they can. I'm sure they use the federal Re- some type of federal reserve model uh, to figure out how to how to screw everybody out there. So uh, just another way for of the government getting in your pocket without you realizing it. Hey, we'll pretend that gas prices are up fifty cents instead of the dollar fifty. And uh, pretend that we're actually care about uh, the the general public out there, Jason. Yeah, I was doing the uh, the math on this. So when I was uh, the last couple of years, I was process serving. I did about uh, sixty thousand miles a year. So that would come out to about fifty two and a half cents, about fifteen hundred dollars a year off my taxes. Uh, not not bad. But then I looked at the gas prices. Uh, sixty thousand miles divided by thirty miles to the gallon because I had a Corolla. Comes out to uh, uh, two thousand gallons of gas times four bucks a gallon. I'll be spending if, if I were still in that industry, eight thousand dollars a year in gas expense, fifteen hundred dollars coming back from the the government help. So, yeah, I'm out about sixty five hundred dollars uh, for the the gas prices, Joe. Yeah, no big deal. It's all <laughs> fine. How about the good news today, Senator Joe Manchin, who has decided, you know what? Forget about Build Back Better, and again, this doesn't mean it's dead, right? This just means uh, Joe Manchin hasn't gotten enough of the uh, subsidies he's looking for, uh, but but at least for right now. And again, when you just so you know, Build Back Better. First, it's got the word "build" in there because it wants to confuse people. Right, because they're trying to spin it as as infrastructure. Right, that 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 was you know. And remember, remember Nancy Pelosi wanted to tie the two together, 
Right, of course, the infrastructure bill that they did pass, which has very little money set aside for actual infrastructure. Let's, let's be clear on that. Most of it has to do, uh, with, with subsidies and rebates for 5G and internet and all kinds of other, uh, weird things in there. This particular bill, right, this was all about government handouts. Uh, more child tax credits. Uh, now we're going to pay for, uh, th- when you start into, at three years old, we're going to pay for daycare, right? You know, because uh, let's face it, that's really what it is. They call it uh, pre-K, but let's call it what it is, daycare. Uh, paying for that, you know, doing all this stuff, trying to redistribute wealth, uh, trying to hand, pe- you know, giving people handouts, which never works. Uh, and I just loved... Uh, the fact that now the, cause really the problem was Joe Manchin, they needed all 50 votes. This was gonna be one of those 5150 pieces of legislation where 50 Republicans said no, all the Democrats were gonna say yes, uh, Kamala was gonna come in and pass it all, Jason, and now, uh, they, they're calling it the, AOC is saying our entire democracy now is on the line, and and they've got to go back to work and make this uh, four-letter word happen. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I don't know, Joe. Uh, do they have any votes? They have uh, Democrats against this. Is that, is that the problem they're running into? Yeah, one, one, just one, one. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. So, well, I guess there's a bag of money coming his way. That's what. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's what I think so, too. A bag of money. We'll, we'll end a... up seeing what happens. One vote? Okay. Well, uh, somebody out there is... Yeah. I don't pay attention to these guys and all their opinions in Washington, Joe. I just, I just, just, I'm disgusted by all these people over there, and and uh, so it doesn't make makes a lot of sense. There's always a couple of guys that uh, in this situation benefit, and I guess Joe Manchin. I guess he's, he's sort of our our Democrat. That's sort of a sort of, I guess a. a, a a conservative a little bit. I mean, I guess that's what he's well, trying to do. Well, you know what he is? He's one of those, what I'll call the old school Southern Democrat. You know, my brother, uh, who lives in West Virginia and is a, has a high profile job, uh, in, in media, in television in particular. Uh, actually, you know, I don't, I don't know if I should say it on there, but I'm gonna anyway. Actually ran cam, uh, uh, ran campaign ads against Joe Manchin. Uh, but actually, uh, him and Joe Manchin, uh, the first time they met, got into a big argument where my brother was like, why are you yelling at me? Uh, but they see each other a lot. Okay, let's just <laughs> say that they see each other a lot. And my brother did say, you know what? The guy is, uh, you know, a gun guy, right? Uh, he's for a Democrat. My brother was like, oh, for a Democrat. Uh, he, he, he can be a lot more Republican than some Republicans. So, uh, I, I've always had at least a, a better feeling, uh, for him. But, uh, it, it's kind of interesting as, as we're watching all of these things come out. Uh, Ilan Omar, uh, let's be clear, Manchin's excuse is bull. You know, in other words, the squad likes to use pretty bad language. I don't know why there's no benefit to that. Uh, the people of West Virginia, this is Alan Omar, would directly benefit from child care, pre-Medicare expansion, 
long-term care, just like Minnesota. Again, right, look at all these free handouts we're giving to people. And, and somehow they think, they actually think, and this is the bad part, they actually think we benefit from handouts. Man, I think these people need to actually go around poor people and actually see what's going on. I think that's what it is. They get, the, you know, they're, they're rubbing shoulders with a bunch of rich millionaires and billionaires. They don't get it, Joe. They just, they, don't, they have no connection to reality, uh, thinking that the government's fixing things. They, I think they get that little warm, fuzzy feeling, hey, I'm helping people out. They have no idea how much it's destroying society. And, and again, I, I want to just, they may have failed this time. But let's make no mistake about it. The expansion of government, really with the help of the banking system and the banking cartel, has really been what's been leading to the destruction. Yep. Right? And, and, and we're seeing this play out over and over and over and over again where uh, the government seemingly just wants to du- just they, they double any failed policy is well it, it failed because we didn't make it big enough right i mean already i mean when you look at uh medicare and medicaid right and 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 you when you look at uh the the payroll tax and all that stuff and of course the uh the the, the fake the fake uh, Social Security Trust Fund, we're already spending almost $1.5 trillion on Medicare and Medicaid, and the government thinks the problem is it's not big enough. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Jason Walker. Man, I just love some of these things. This is, you know, when you think about the federal government, and, and the ridiculous policies that somehow they think they're helping by giving away stuff and and putting us uh, further and further into debt. And, and you know, uh, don't worry. You know, eventually inflation, and, and it's true, eventually inflation will be transitory. You know, eventually gas will, you know, stay around $4, right? So here's the thing. If gas is... Is between you know three and a half and four dollars next year. Well, I guess that's transitory, right? Because hey, it stopped going up, right, Jason? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it depends on how long right? transitory is defined. Right. Well, it's just not going. I mean, it's not. Is it? Well, what happened to two dollars? Well, let's forget about that, right? And, and uh, San Francisco, a, a poster child. Even everyone that's from California. I got. I you know I'm proud to say I've got. A lot of friends from California, and yes, they're they're a little different, uh, but even they hate San Francisco. I mean, they're, every one of them, oh, God, nobody goes there, right? So they are out there, and, and they're talking about cannabis, and they're saying that the cannabis industry is creating good jobs for San Franciscans. And they provide safe, uh, regulated products to their customers. Sadly, the illegal market is flourishing and undercutting the prices of legal business, which is bad for our economy. So effective uh, immediately, they've got a new ordinance that will start uh, December 31st. And uh, I'm sorry. Starts immediately, will run through December 31st of next year, Jason, where they're going to suspend 
uh, the cannabis taxes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. to okay. compete with the drug dealer, right? Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's. Uh, that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I mean, is that really is that really fighting the the drug dealers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that fights drug dealers. I mean, Listen, I can't make it up. I, I just oh I just tell you what 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 they're doing. Uh, I will say this, uh, re, I, and I remember. Remember defund the police, which, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you know, it was part of the quote-unquote Black Lives Matter until you actually talked to any in, inner city uh, resident, and, and, and let's just say black or brown resident. Every one of them would tell you, uh, I don't want less police, I want more police, right? The only people that wanted less police were the criminals. And yet somehow, right, the, 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 the Democrats, the liberals, they thought, oh yeah, what a great idea, right? And they, they, they make these big scenes, and I'll use coronavirus as an example. And again, remember what they're telling the president to focus in on. Listen, this, this piece of the data backs up, uh, what our agenda wanted to be. Let's not focus on the stuff that, right? Don't talk about all the stuff that doesn't support what we've been trying to do. And they've done the same thing with the police departments, right? They vilified all the cops. And, and uh, li- li- listen, everybody knows. There, there's people out there that, that do things that shouldn't be allowed. And those people will get prosecuted. Uh, I would say that up until uh, a couple of years ago that we've continued to been making strides on race. It's not perfect. We, we've got a long way to go, but I don't think there's anybody out there, at least I don't think, that would have said uh, race is is worse today than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, uh, and yet somehow now they want to defund the police. But here's, you know what's funny very quietly, Jason? They're all trying to figure out how to get the money back. Right. Right. They've taken it away from the police, and now all of these places are living with this horrible crime. Even like little towns in Vermont that tried to do it are like, what have we done? Right. All of a sudden, everybody's bad. Crime's gotten worse. I mean, it's, it's off the, off the charts. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. These are the people that got voted into office that actually thought this was a good idea. I mean, what person that has an IQ higher than room temperature thought that this would end up differently, Jason? And this is this is why listen, this is why you own gold and silver. You want a great reason? Uh, defund the police is one of the greatest reasons. There's people actually people out there that thought this was a good idea. Yeah, I mean Taking the taxes out on the drugs, I guess, does help them compete against the, the crime. I mean, you were watching that OxyContin show, and 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 the thing about these addictive uh, painkillers they were selling, uh, the one competition that popped up was, well, I can't afford to buy this 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 medicine that has to be prescribed to me, so I'll just go out and buy heroin because that's that's that would end up being the uh, competition for the uh, the, the painkillers that were 
all over the country. So I guess, yeah, I guess the taxes on the drugs, on the, on the marijuana, probably is what made it unaffordable for the average pot smoker. So, hey, if I can just still get it the old-fashioned way from South America and Central America, I'm going to pay the lower prices coming in. And, uh, you know, this, it's very expensive to do business in the country. That's why all the industries left, right, Joe? I guess, I guess marijuana is leaving this country soon. I don't know. I think marijuana is going to leave okay. the country. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Um, Having the government regulate anything is is a dangerous uh, platform. You know, how about crypto? How about crypto? Which I listen. I've been. I've said it a thousand times, maybe more. I love the idea of it. Really, what we should do is let them all compete. Yep. Yep. Let them all let gold compete. Let silver compete. Let the euro compete. Heck, if you want to. Put your bank account in, in Chinese renminbi. Fine. We've got the ability to do that. I mean, if we can track every person everywhere, believe me, we've got the ability to do it. And, of course, I've said all along, the the bit, the, the bit uh, Bitcoin, if you will, the technology behind the crypto is maybe some of the best innovative technology the world's ever seen and at the same time, the worst technology ever invented because it's a tracking device, and I want you—I want everyone to be clear on that. That's what it does. That's what makes it so valuable. Uh, but when we're sitting here and we're thinking about Bitcoin, this and Bitcoin, that, and da, 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 there's a big report out over the weekend that uh, the one percenters basically own 98% of all the Bitcoin. You know, just like everything else, they own it all, uh, but. Very interesting, the governments and how much Bitcoin they've gotten confiscated from illegal activities. We're going to focus on that next. Picture Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. Uh, the Dow's down about 700 points right now. Uh, gold's down like 4 bucks here, 1794 uh, make it five bucks. Uh, silver down about ten cents here, twenty-two thirty. Uh, we're talking about Bitcoin. So I, I just, and of course this article, of course, of course, it's all billionaires are making all this money. Because I got to thinking, first, why would the government allow for this? Because the and what and the reason why is because there's an article out this weekend about how the U.S. government has. Who knows? Billions and billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin that they've seized from people doing nefarious things. Which, at first, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought you couldn't track who the Bitcoin users were. Right? Wasn't that part of the, the thing to get everybody excited? Right? Well, I think that's what they used to convince the rest of us that Bitcoin was cool so the billionaires could make a bunch of money. Uh, but, but I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. And, of course, all of us know, right, anytime there's been a big hack, right, everybody wants, every, you know, pay me in Bitcoin and I want to get paid in Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, Jason, I thought about, well, first of all, no one even knows. Who invented Bitcoin? Right? Nope. They've got a guy, an alias, uh, what is it, Nakamoto, 
whatever his alias is. I yeah, mean, what, was that the, uh, is what was that in the big short? The uh, the guys trying to sell the guys on on uh, do, doing the shorts. He's like, I got my quant. He's got his, his Asian guy there. Yeah, of course. Uh, Bitcoin right. was it was a, it was an Asian guy. It was his, it was their quant. Yeah. yeah, it's an Asian guy. <laughs> well, apparently now now allegedly some guy in Australia saying uh, uh, Craig Wright. Uh, is saying he's the inventor of Bitcoin. No one, no one knows who it is, right? And I'm thinking, wait a minute. So all these billionaires are investing money in this thing that they don't even know who invented it. I mean, that on 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 the premise makes no sense, right? And uh, hey, before I give you tens of billions of dollars, who the hell are you? Right, you know, unless they do know, I mean, who, unless they do know who it is. Well, Joe. right. Well, and again, so part of this little uh, discovery of thought that I'm going on this week, I gotta get, I gotta get better friends, or I gotta get a better life, because I literally spent hours this weekend just thinking about this, as I was reading these articles, and I'm like, wait, who would do that? Nobody would do that. And then I got to thinking about something Jason had said maybe two or three weeks ago, and and, and I don't even know if you realized it, but you, but oh, I know. you had said you had said that maybe the bankers, the Federal Reserve, the government, maybe they're the actual inventors of it. I'm con- almost convinced of it, Joe. I just have evidence. And then all of a sudden, because uh, you know what, I always like to try to prove Jason wrong. You know, it's one of the things that I take a lot of pleasure in. And <laughs> and yet I'm sitting here going, wait, now that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Right? All of a sudden, how did the government confiscate these coins? How did they figure out that this person, you know, all the all these all these things that are are uh, going through my mind? And wait a minute. If the guy doesn't give you his password, are you, how could you even get control of the coins, right? You know, all the, all these things just going through my head and and, uh, and, and, and seeing, you know, the fact that really this is all of the money in Bitcoin is really controlled by the billionaires. They'll decide whether or not uh, you get to break off a piece. Now, that's not to say that you can't make money on it. Of course you can if you bought it low enough, uh, you made some money. If you bought it at sixty thousand right now, it's not so good. But you know, wait, who knows? It could be down the road. Uh, but but I just find it very interesting that all of these things that they told us, hey, you never, you're so anonymous, I'll never know who you are. Uh, the government was just saying, hey, we're we, they're having Bitcoin auctions. You know, Jason, uh, you know, oh, selling boy. these coins. And uh, I, I'm just very, very interested as we watch uh, this whole thing unfold. And, and you know, we get Jay Powell uh, retiring the word transitory. And somehow uh, the the mythical bean stocks that we can just raise rates a couple of, of times, you know, to half of a percent or something like that, and that's going to put the brakes on inflation, which is absolute nonsensical thinking. But maybe when we're said and done with this, we're going to find out that, hey, you know what, we've been working on Bitcoin the whole time. Yeah, Joe, I mean... One of these days in the, in the future when there's no small businesses out there, you know, kind of like that movie Demolition Man when every restaurant was Taco Bell, 
you know, you're going you're to have Jeff Bezos buying Walmart at somewhere in the future, and there is no small businesses. So the stock market, which really doesn't mean anything now, is really not going to mean anything. And so the, the way that you control population is the illusion of freedom. So Bitcoin could actually be floating around out there as a, hey, well, this, this is a place you could put your money. Yeah, there's no company behind it. There's really no sense in putting your money here, but... This you know this is like this this is the new stock market. You can you can bid on all these different little coins and you know you might make a little money on it because uh, all the businesses will be bought and paid for by the government, the Fed, uh, Joe. That's that's where we're we're headed for socialism and there won't only the biggest businesses run by these biggest billionaires will have any kind of freedom, and the rest of us are are, are going to be trapped in in, the, in a system. And so Bitcoin might be the only that uh, hey look there's this place you could put some money maybe you make a little money if you go into Ethereum this year or there's a new one coming out you know. Yeah, meanwhile, the stock market's just a, it's just a scam, Joe. It's getting becoming more of a scam every year. Yeah, it's just something to think about. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, just a, once again, another thing where just a handful of people control the, the, the value of it. The whole and, thing. And, uh, you know, right? It's just the same thing, just a different name. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's down uh, off the lows. It's only down six hundred points. Uh, the S and P down seventy five. The Nasdaq down another two hundred and fifty. Uh, the Nasdaq, I think, will probably fare the worst uh, if if we actually get this rate hiking cycle uh from the federal reserve gold's down 3 1796 1797 uh silver uh is down uh 10 cents here at $22.30 to the ounce uh and again we're just kind of floating here in no man's land Jason I think you know again 1820 in gold uh if we break through that I think we're going to see that run happen uh, but I, I, we'll see, but I'm really convinced silver, uh, which has been a huge underperformer this year, probably gonna have a breakout in 2022. Uh, and I think we'll see new all-time highs in gold in 2022 as well. Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll see it come uh, sooner than later. Uh, this is why you got to buy this stuff when it's kind of sitting here in this kind of weird spot it's been in 2021. I've been screaming at people all year, get it, get it, get it, get it. And there's a lot of customers that have done it. So I'm going to congratulate you guys. And there's still time to get it at these lower prices. I mean, the the uh, inflation is causing crazy stuff to happen, Joe. I mean, uh, I was reading about Turkey. Let me get, I'll make it a quick fact. Oh. Quick fact about Turkey. Next year, they're going to raise their minimum wage by 50%. So from 2,800 liras a month to 4,200 liras a month, it equals $275 a month. Okay? But here's the funny thing. Where it used to be before the inflation came in, $380 a month. So the lira is going up, Joe, and, and the minimum wage for lira is going up. But the dollar value, because of the currency is going up and down and sloshing around the world, Turkey's in big trouble. Big trouble. Yeah, they they are uh, they are uh, one of the bigger. And I wouldn't say you know what they're they're the countries that aren't Venezuela, Iran, uh, North Korea. We're going to see a lot of these, and I guess you could classify them as an emerging market. Uh, these com- these countries are going to be getting hit 
really, really hard. Yep. Yep. Uh, t- Turkey right now being devastated. Uh, and, and, and we're going to see a lot more of that, uh, happening. Uh, you're going to see it, uh, probably like in places like Brazil, in Peru, in Argentina, in, in countries like that, Mexico, uh, and then the United States here. They're going to do their best to try to hide it all, but here's the realities. Uh, inflation is everywhere. It, it's, it, you know, when they talk about, you know, coronavirus is everywhere. Inflation is everywhere it's infected everybody in the world uh i do have i still have about a case of silver eagles left uh 690 dollars uh, we had them walk through the door last week uh, right now uh the mint is not producing any uh silver eagles for 2021 now they're all getting ready uh for the 2022s uh, I was talking to the Bullion Bank today about pre-orders. Uh, he's not even buying our, the Bullion Bank in California. He's like, it's ridiculous, uh, the prices that they're asking. But, uh, be ready. We'll, 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 we'll have sources to get 2022s, uh, and, and no timetable yet on delivery for those. Uh, but 690 a roll on U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, we've got some 100 ounce silver bars at $2,400 at 800-951-0592. God bless everybody.